What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday, September 7th, and you are listening to the Sports Burrito Podcast. We had our first week of college football, and me and Tobe are hyped up, as should you be. And we're going to go over the games this week. Um, And uh, as always, I'm Blake, and I'm here with Tobe. And yeah, did you have fun this weekend, dude? Yeah, it was a blast seeing all the energy back in the stadiums. The um, the fans really they were missed last season. Uh, there are quite a few upsets this week too. Um, a lot of hard fought games, especially against top ranked teams. Yeah, uh, five ranked matchups this week, the most all time to start a season, and um, hopefully this season can. Just bring back the energy for college football that we missed last season. Tell you what, I, I almost forgot how cool it was to watch a really, really like hyped up crowd for a really big game. And a lot of these games weren't even big games. They were just a game. And maybe people wanted to come out so bad. Um, but we did have some big games. For me, yep. I mean, the, the Penn State-Wisconsin game, jump around, was uh, – pretty damn wild and uh inner sandman of course and all that um yep. you sent me i didn't even see it the michigan one where they were uh singing mr brightside yeah that's that was awesome. very white but very cool i thought it was awesome i uh yeah i really enjoyed all of it this weekend i didn't get to watch as much of it as i would have liked because it's there's only so much you can watch at one time <laughs> But it was uh, it was it was awesome. I enjoyed it. I was glad, I was glad to have football back. I missed it. Real football. Yep. All right. Well, we're gonna get into some uh, recapping before we get into the college things. We're gonna go over uh, uh, our guy. Our guy Cam Newton got cut. Uh, yep. Someone sadly. sign him, please. At Washington Football Team, he needs needs a team. I don't There's think no- he goes. What do you say? Uh, there's no way Josh Rosen should be on a roster right now, and Cam Newton isn't. It's a fair point. Uh, I just oh. I don't think I don't think he starts anywhere right now. I think he's got to pull a uh, kind of like an Andy Dalton, go somewhere, sit for a minute, and then um, you know if your opportunity knocks, you take advantage. Uh, Washington's go a good to Washington. one. Yeah, he, he can wait for the Fitz magic to eventually run out, and he gets his um his spot over good old Taylor Heineke. I think the only person he'd start over is Tyrod Taylor right now, Texans. But I don't think the Texans want to get better. I think their goal is to get worse. So why would they? They I don't think they're going to have him. Poor Tyrod. He starts yeah, Tyrod. and then he gets replaced by Baker Mayfield. Then he goes to the Chargers, gets his lungs. <laughs> punctured by the trading staff that gets yeah. his job taken by Justin Herbert. Hopefully I, for his I, sake, the whole same thing doesn't happen with Davis Mills or Cam Newton. Let this guy start a whole season already. I guarantee you that doctor had Justin Herbert on his fancy team and said, look, man, I'm sorry. And just sit right in the, right in the lung deflate that bitch. That's, that's tough. That's tough. I feel bad for Tyrod. He's a cool dude. He's a good team guy, and you know he's okay. He is. He might be the most average football player I've ever seen. Most average since the good old anti Andy Dalton line. Hopefully, everyone remembers that. 
yeah, Andy Dalton was uh was pretty damn average. But I mean, Tyrod Taylor literally like doesn't help you win, doesn't help you lose. He's just there. He's just a, a dude being a dude. It's weird. It's, it's a weird, weird thing. Um, but other than that, we didn't have a whole lot of uh, NFL news recently. It's kind of we're hyping up for the football season. Fantasy drafts are finishing up. Um, all my leagues have drafted. I'm uh, excited, and it's yeah, yeah. We're we're looking forward to Thursday. Uh, do you want to go ahead and um, want to go ahead and give our predictions for Thursday? But by the time we record next, it'll either be it'll probably be during the game Thursday. So we usually we we're gonna go ahead and give our uh, our Thursday night predictions. But I'm pretty sure we're on the same page for the most part. I think, especially with the Cowboys missing their best offensive lineman, it's going to be really rough against that Bucks defense in their hometown in Tampa Bay. Oh, man, how how many times is poor Dak going to get sacked his first game back? A lot. Oh, yeah. Probably a lot. Um, It's sitting at minus eight right now is what I see for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's at home. Um I, I would if I if I was a gambling man, which I am, um, I would take uh, I would take the Buccaneers minus eight, and I would also the over under is fifty one and a half. I would uh, I would also venture to take the over in that because I think this is going to be pretty high scoring. Because even though the Bucks have a good defense and the Cowboys' offensive line is going to be a little hinky, they can score. They have a lot of weapons. They can score. And they're going to be behind, and I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. I think it's going to be like 38-23. I do think – I think the Bucks are going to absolutely just ream that Cowboys defense, though, because they did not improve enough to make me feel any better about anything they, I saw last year. So, yeah. so I think they're – I think the look Bucks to see, Look to see the Bucks cover. Look to see them run the ball a lot, uh, take a lot of the time of possession, just grind out the game – from beginning I, to end, I don't, first half, I really think I think Tom Brady is just going to sling sling it everywhere. It's going to be bad. I think it's going to be bad. I think uh, I think the Buccaneers have two hundred yard receivers in this game. Two, who's going to have two hundred yards? Godwin AB, or Mike Evans? AB and Chris Godwin are going to have hundred yards. Oh my god! And Mike Evans going to have like sixty, but he's also going to have like two touchdowns. Because I that's the be, I think it's going to be a 50 to, 50 to 21 game. No, I said 38-23 is what I'm guessing. 38-23. So that's my uh, that's my prediction on that. And I'm sure you would think it's going to be a little low scoring. But either way, we're pretty sure the Cowboys are going to lose and not have a good time. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and recap uh, our first. Awesome week of football. Um, what do you want to go to first? We can we can do the games in order that they happen. Okay, let's go down the list. All right, you got Virginia Tech and the Tar Heels. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, dude. Like I know Carolina coming with a lot of expectations, and I don't think Carolina's bad. I think Virginia Tech was just a lot better than we were expecting, and. Um, Playing in Blacksburg is really tough. It really is. But that yep. defense looked legit. And 
I am a little scared of Virginia Tech. I think, especially after what we saw from Clemson, Clemson should be a little scared of Virginia Tech. I don't. Do they play them this year? Uh, I don't. No, they don't. I don't think so. Clemson does not play any ranked teams that are currently ranked right now the rest of the season. Lucky them. Nice. Nice. That will definitely, that will definitely hurt their resume in the future. Unless um, someone that they played, they lost to, and didn't even score a fucking touchdown. Yep. Yeah. I, hopefully I would for agree. them. Hopefully for them, a team like NC State or um, Florida State ends up ranked at the end of the season because right now their schedule, it's it's a cakewalk. They play Georgia you know Tech. They play Pitt. And they play. Yukon, Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> they play they play Yukon. That's that's not a top that's four a team schedule to me. Like uh, side note, this is something completely different. It's uh it's off base. Um we're both Duke fans. You know, neither one of us went to Duke, we're both from Durham, we're both we're both Duke fans. Uh my family has this thing where they cheer for ACC teams because they're Duke fans. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't fucking understand that. I want every one of them to suck at dick. I really do. I want them to be bad. I want every one of them to lose all the time. Is that just me? Is that weird of me? Or, like, do you cheer for other ACC teams? Yes. I don't cheer for North Carolina. I can cheer for NC State. I can cheer for Georgia Tech. I can. I, I mean, think. I, can. I think everyone. I think every every single one of us has a little bit of hokey in their hearts. You have to feel for Virginia Tech. They don't have a national championship in any no. program in their school. No. You haven't been to a game where they jingle them keys. Then you lose all joy in your heart for anything hokey. I promise you. When they do the little key jingle thing when your team just got swatted down on a third down or your quarterback just got sacked heck no dude i'm telling you it ruins all love you could ever have for virginia tech ecu does the same thing dude they they play virginia tech like every other year it's it's not like virginia tech fans travel so well too it's so annoying they're so annoying but i mean yes i don't hate state and when ACC teams play each other, yes, there's other teams that I would prefer to win. But in yeah, general, go Syracuse, go Louisville. In anyone, general, any, anyone but Clemson. Anyone, in general, I, I, if they, unless there is a player that I particularly really like, when, like when Lamar Jackson was at Louisville, I do not want them to win ever. I don't. I don't like them. There, there needs no to be some. There needs I to be some parity like. in the ACC. Yes, but if there is no team in the ACC I particularly like, and my mom has been a Duke fan her entire life, and she likes NC State too, which is weird, and she uh, she likes um, Syracuse, which is weird. I don't get it. You can't do that. That doesn't make sense to me. That feels like sacrilegious. I don't Come know. on. Be realistic. This is football. How many times is Duke going to be good at football? Like, it's not the point. It's like, not the point. If if it's basketball, I want every other a- ACC team to lose. I don't care. But mine's the same across the board. It's all sports. I don't switch up. All right, all right. It's everyone else. 
and suck it. I don't care. There's other teams and other conferences I cheer for. I'm a low key Ole Miss fan. Low key, mostly because oh, yeah. I bought your powder blue jerseys. Very sexy. You're, You're an Oregon fan on the side. Yeah, I've been an Oregon fan for like 10, 12 years now. I've been an on and off Ole Miss fan for a few years. I kind of, you know, like, you know, it's just, it comes and it goes. Are, are, are you an Ole Miss fan or you just like them because they beat Alabama and they had Swag Kelly on their team? Swag Kelly, they have dope-ass uniforms. I love their logo. I mean, what's not to like? The only downfall they've had is that they created the Evan Ingram problem that we all have to watch. They made him look good, and then all of a sudden, that he can't catch. So it's their fault. I think I think their real problem is that they created the Alabama that we have now. How did they create it? They were the only, because, the only ones giving them any kind of yeah. They beat they be, they beat Alabama at Alabama. In a blowout, and since then, Alabama has been almost unbeatable in the SEC. So you think they created a villain? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Remember, they were about to beat them three years in a row, then they blew like a 24-point lead at home to Alabama, and since then, it's been rough sailing for the rest of the SEC West. Only Auburn's been able to beat them. Also, low-key love TCU. This might all be jersey related. May or may not. I will not say. I yes can relate to that. But I do vibe with both of these team jerseys. Um uh I've also at some points cheered for Texas Tech a lot. Uh yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the Michael Crabtree era of Texas Tech. The Michael Crabtree sideline catch in the get in the end zone to ruin uh Colt McCoy's day. Yeah. Yeah, disgusting. that was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Right now, I'm cheering for UCLA. I enjoyed watching UCLA play. For basketball, dude, I've been, I've been up up for Seton Hall, dude, several times. I've been cheering for Seton Hall. You cheer for other basketball teams. I did enjoy Seton Hall. Miles Powell was my dude. I'm not gonna lie, but it's not basketball season. I, I went, I went too far off. Not the point. But, yeah, Virginia Tech looked good. UNC did not look great. I still think they'll be fine. Sam Howell's not a Heisman quarterback, though. He's not. not. a Heisman quarterback. We'll no, have to see if he's even a first-round quarterback after. I, I completely do not think he is. I think part of it, too, is that we're all watching it with the Mitch Trubisky stink on it still. And that's part of the well, issue. The, the difference is Trubisky only started for one year, though. This will be that's Sam fair. Howell's, what, second, third year? It, that's fair. It would be but a little unfair. The stink is still there. Whether we want to admit it or not, it's in the back of our minds that he's missed Trubisky 2.0 because he wear, he's wearing the same uniform. It's not fair. It's a fact, though. All right. This game. We got Penn State, Wisconsin, which was a very Big Ten-ish game. It was loud. It's a physical, grinded-out game. It was zero zero at a half. Yes, we, a good old, we, we have a good old P P O O W there. Yeah, I I loved on. that. I loved the uh, the fans were dope. 
the jump around was uh, was a hell of a scene. It was so cool, and it was a cool. It was a good game. I think both these teams are good Big Ten teams. I don't think they're like elite, like elite teams, like they can't beat Alabama or nothing. But they're good Big Ten teams. Uh, they can grind out games. Both their quarterbacks kind of suck, which is very Big Ten. Like they they're they're <laughs> not they're not terrible, but they just kind of suck. Uh, so yeah, I th- I thought it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Uh, Penn State looked pretty good. Yeah, well, Penn State also looked like half the time they were trying to lose the game, especially in the fourth quarter. They had Does nothing it, on offense in the first like half. Now? What was that? Penn State always looks like that. They always look like they're trying to give away games. I don't know what the, what the hell their deal is. It's been like that for a few years now. Like when they they always look like they're trying to lose for some reason. I don't know what it's it is. Been like that since Saquon left, I guess. Especially since um one of their best guys from last season can't play football anymore. But um going back to what I was talking about um. It was it was a back and forth game the whole time. Wisconsin, honestly, from the stats and the defense and the way the game was going, they definitely should have won. Um, I think in the first half they had a missed field goal, then they had a fumble in the red zone, had a couple plays where the quarterback run running back connection wasn't there, um, especially with the snap, not to snap the handoff. But that's if I'm Wisconsin, I'm scared of other performances like that. Like, I know it's week one, but you shouldn't be having problems like that at home. Yeah, dude. I I, um, I, I don't I don't see how they have any faith in Graham Mertz. I, 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 Clifford kind of sucks to me. Mertz sucks. Like he's not very good at playing quarterback. He turns the ball over. He doesn't have a big arm. He he doesn't make anything great happen. He's trying to be a game manager, but you can't be a game manager and turn the ball ball over like that. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like it. I don't like it for Wisconsin. I'm a little worried about them. Yeah, but hopefully for them they can turn it around because um after this they play Eastern Michigan, go Emus, and <laughs> then they have a week off. Then they play. Notre Dame at Soldier Field. So they have a couple we'll know, weeks we'll to uh, get the Kings back in. We'll, we'll know after that game just how good or bad Wisconsin really is. Uh, that's the weird thing about week one is a lot of times we're gauging teams, but there's a possibility that either Penn State is very good or there's a possibility that they both suck. And it was just two sucky teams playing. So that's, yeah, that's, just, the, that's just the Big Ten. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully the Bucks broke the Milwaukee sports curse, not Milwaukee, the North Midwest sports curse where they can't win yeah. anything. So, so Big Cat can finally rest easy for once in his life. Uh, uh, screw him. <laughs> that dude. That dude uh, still has nightmares about Grayson Allen. <laughs> he could go. Grayson Allen, he still has nightmares about uh, Eddie Pinheiro missing that field goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has not, other than the Cubs winning the World Series in like 2015, he has had a bad sports life, dude. Rough. Rough. Uh, 
uh, next we had we had Oklahoma and Tulane. Um, Oklahoma did not look like the second best team in the country. That's that's the, they were ranked number two last week. Definitely not number two. At least yep. not right now. Yep, another Heisman hopeful that disappointed the first game. He threw two picks, but honestly, it could have been five. It was not great. He was he did not look good. I have never really understood the hype. It doesn't. I mean, he, first of all, he's an Oklahoma quarterback, so they always get hype. But true. Um, about the picks, that was his main problem last season. He yeah. would uh, always take chances that led to picks. That's how they lost to Kansas State. That's how they lost to Iowa State. Should have lost more games, but they turned it up at the end of the season, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, at the end of the year, it looked like he had got out of that for the most part. Yeah. You know, he had the big game, if I remember correctly. He had the big game against Texas, uh, and he looked great. They had the overtime game, and it was, and he played, he played really good, and but – I don't know. He just sometimes looks like he's rushing, and every he wants to win the whole game every play. And I don't know. I just he he, he if that is not a good start to a Heisman race, I'll tell you. That. And also that defense give up thirty five to Tulane. Yeah. Either Tulane is a very very good mid major. Or Oklahoma is going to not be as good as we thought because that whoa, was whoa, not whoa. mid wager. We're talking about the Power Six American Conference here. <laughs> that power oh Jesus Christ! Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I did not know Tulane could put up points like that. I did not know their their quarterback got blasted in that game. Jeez. Yeah. And then I thought he, he was out. I thought he, yeah, I thought he was going to be out for the game. He came back. That, 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 to me is, that to me is the biggest indicator. Tulane's quarterback looked way better than Rattler. Yeah, put Tulane's quarterback on the Heisman list. If you, I, I, there. if you switched the quarterbacks for that game, Oklahoma wins by 25. That's just a, for that game period, Oklahoma wins by 25. For that game. I'm not saying Rattler's worse. Then Rattler played worse. Take that with whatever you, you want to take it with. But, yeah, I did not, I did not like what I saw from Rattler. Speaking of not like what I saw, um, Alabama versus Miami, which was a slacking. Yeah, what did that thing I say, say last week about Miami um, beating who they're supposed to beat, but then when they play good teams, they get smacked. And yeah, this also – This was um, a smacking – Alabama historically absolutely thumps ACC teams in the beginning of the year for whatever reason. They absolutely just think right. In, I mean, it's bad. Uh, I have a little more faith in Derek King. It's another another Heisman hopeful that honestly looked like trash. So I, uh, they they look bad, dude. No part of Miami looked good, and every part of Alabama looked good. Again, Alabama. Killing Bryce Heisman Young. season since Leonard Fournette. Bryce Young looked very good. Um, yes, he did. Yep, he's he's good. He's going to be good too. He's uh, yeah. 
there's, there's nothing else you can say. It was Alabama looking really good, and Miami did not. It's just business as usual for Bama. They're ready. They they looked like the best team already, easily. Uh, even though Georgia jumped up number two, Georgia did not look great against Clemson. They, you know, of course we'll talk about that later. But Alabama looked like the best team. They played like the best team. They are the best team. They're number one for right now. That's who we're. That's the best team. So. We don't have to talk about that one very long. Uh, ULL versus Texas. I was wrong. I really thought they'd give them a good game. I was wrong. I will admit. Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns were were not as good as I thought they would be. Or maybe just Texas is better because UL, the Cajuns still played a good game, a good first half. Texas just pulled away. Is Texas back? Is that what you're saying? Are you calling? Are you saying Texas is back? Fuck no. They're, they're, they're going to lose. <laughs> There's nothing I saw this week. There's nothing I saw this week that proves to me that Texas is back. There's nothing I saw this week that proves that Oklahoma isn't going to sleek walk through the Big 12 as they usually do. Like, Sark, Sark, he he called a good game. He gave the ball to his best player, um, BJ and Robinson. They they pounded the rock. They threw the rock. They played good D. But let's be honest, inferior opponent talent wise. uh, Let them play. Let let them start Big Twelve schedule, then we'll talk about Texas being back, because that yeah. was some wild okay. shit right there. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, one more game. Um, the biggest game of the week was Clemson Georgia, which I'm gonna be honest, it was very ugly. It was a uh, kind of boring, and um, neither one of the either the defenses are very good. Or neither team is as good as they we expected them to be. Um, I think it's a little both. I think it was more the defense. Let's be honest here. How many rushing yards did Clemson have versus Georgia? Rushing yards? Yeah, Georgia. Not many. Had t- they had two. two. Two rushing yards. Yeah, two rushing yards. Jesus. Well, if you take away DJ Uiagalele, Uiagalele, <laughs> if you take away that, they had 24 yards. So. Well, that's better yeah. than two, but that's still. That's rough. That's you know rough there. Does it make any sense? They also only handed the ball off to running backs nine times. Nine times. When does Clemson ever do that? This is, is, is the running back suck? Was Travis Etienne really the only good running back that they have? Because nine rushing attempts from your running backs and 14 from a slow quarterback. My apologies. And 14 from a slow quarterback doesn't make sense to me. I mean, does, I mean, What? And I think the problem is 
early on in that game, they realized they weren't going to move that Georgia defensive line. There's I mean, Georgia no didn't do much better, though. Well, Georgia had like 100-something 100, 100 uh, rushing yards. 121 yeah, rushing Daniels, yards. And JT Daniels averaged four yards a pass. Four yards a pass. That is terrible. Check down Charlie. So it, it was a battle of Georgia's D-line versus Clemson's secondary pretty much. Offenses were pretty much invisible. Yeah, dude, it was bad. And I don't look, Zero Justin touchdowns Hall, on offense. Without the pick six, it would have ended 3-3. Yeah, we would have been in the most boring overtime ever. Um, but Justin Ross is supposed to be an elite receiver that we were expecting to you know, go in the first round. He looked useless. He didn't finish routes. He, um, they said he, Dabo said he's the cause of the pick six. He stopped running his route, and I, I don't know, dude. Clemson did not look very Clemsony. You know, I they think, didn't look, they didn't execute like they normally do. I think what's going on is, you know, how the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 started an alliance. I think, um. Some Big Ten energy got injected into Clemson after that alliance started. That was, that was a very Big Ten like game, to be honest with you. It was, dude. It was it felt, weird. It felt I like, like watching it. Iowa versus Michigan. I didn't like it at all, to be honest with you. It didn't feel right because it was those two teams. I didn't think it was going to be thirty-four to thirty or nothing like that. But I mean, every player on offense for both teams looked pedestrian, and that. Yeah. Is weird. Even no matter how good the defenses are, nobody looked good. The best player on the field was probably Joseph Nata, who had 110 receiving yards for Clemson. And even then, like, I mean, they didn't put up any points. So why does that matter? It just it didn't look it, it didn't look good. I know, it was a little worrisome. Uh, speaking of that, do you think so anyone in the ACC can dethrone Clemson? I think compared to past years, um, Clemson definitely has some competition because we know how many how many years in a row has Clemson won the ACC? Is it six, seven? Um, I think like the last that. time was when Florida State won the national championship and they beat Duke in like 2015 for the so ACC championship. Since and 2014, because Florida, Florida State – went undefeated the year after they won the Natty. So, yeah, I'd say about five to six years in a row. Um, Clemson's toughest opponent in the ACC in that run was probably either Virginia Tech in, I think, 2018 or 2019, or that one North Carolina team that lost to South Carolina and then just won the rest of their games. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I th- the last, so, so the last time Clemson lost, just to confirm, the last time was 2014 was the last time they didn't win the ACC. So it's been six yeah. years in a row. And the last time they lost an ACC game was to Syracuse, I believe, on a Thursday night game. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, so, so I did but, make a ranking of teams that could possibly beat Clemson that are actually, are we talking about 
that could beat them in the ACC championship or it could beat them, period? That could beat them, period. They could okay. match up. Okay, Virginia Tech. From what we okay. saw, they have a really good defense. They do. They don't play do. Clemson this season, but they could meet up in the ACC they championship game. Yeah. Yeah. And probably give Clemson a rough time. Okay. NC State. They are on their schedule in a couple weeks. They they played really good against um, South Florida. They play in Mississippi State um, this upcoming week. Then they have a sleeper game. Then they have a home game against Clemson. And now State has been one of these teams that have always challenged Clemson, but never won. They should have won. They should have won. Miserably right at the end. Yeah, that was that, that was horrendous. But th- this might be state's year. Home game sh- should be a battle of um state should be undefeated and ranked by then. Number three, um, North Carolina. They no. should just 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 because I don't think the hype was for no reason. They're definitely a good team. They should compete. That's what they're here for. Let's they got to have a lot of improvements. If from what we saw week one, because yeah. Virginia Tech, they offense. didn't win. Now Virginia Tech didn't win by a whole whole lot, but they definitely looked a lot better than North Carolina. Yeah. And um, last on the list is Florida State. Fortunately for Florida State, they play at Clemson this year. But if the roles were reversed, I feel like Florida State, State could potentially upset them and beat them for the first time since 2014. Florida State in the second half against Notre Dame looked like a legit team. I mean, the whole first half, too, their defense was really good. Their offense was just struggling yeah, the defense for a was, while. The, the quarterback they started, not very good. But Mackenzie Milton, if he's healthy, yeah, Travis had some good throws, though. I'll give him some credit, but his his picks were bad, like really bad. He's throws. not. He's not gonna. He isn't going to win you games. He'll lose you more games than he wins you. That guy, Mackenzie Milton, yeah. will win you games. Now he did have the fumbled snap that kind of ruined their chances on their game, the big drive or whatever. But oh, uh, uh, in no, overtime, didn't even but, count. That was like um. They they called it a forward pass incomplete. Pass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So never mind. Doesn't even matter. Um, he looked better, a lot better than the other guy. He looked like the Mackenzie Milton we had at UCF, uh, which also is cool as hell considering that he was told he was it was next to impossible for him to ever play again. So good for him. I like FSU. I think they're going to be better than usual. Um, and yeah, I would mean. They have a chance. I don't think they will be Clemson, but they have a chance because they have to play in Death Death Valley. So Yeah, keep Mackenzie Milton wrapped in bubble wrap, please. Yeah, because Brian Breezy does not care about his knee. I promise you. So but yeah, I uh, I think all those teams have a chance. Um and then, you know, we got the uh the possibility of a uh some Syracuse BS. Um See, the weird thing about the ACC is all the teams, almost every team in the ACC is capable of playing at a high level. They're just very inconsistent because 
with returning players, Boston College is not bad. And at their peak, they can play at an elite level. They just have a problem maintaining that peak. So Boston College is another one I'd put on there that they have a chance. I don't think they will. They have a chance is all I'm saying. Uh, so you're after basically that, saying besides Clemson, the rest of the ACC is just like the Pac-12 where you, you don't know who's so. going to win. I think if you plucked Clemson out, the same thing would happen in the Pac that happens in the Pac-12 where lots of ACC teams get overrated and it's a lot of up and down, up and down. And it's really weird. Because yeah. if, if you plucked Clemson out the last six years, I can't even imagine how weird it would look. How the champions and all that, it just, dude, it would be crazy. Last year yeah. it would have been Carolina, but I mean, before that, oh, I mean, last year, year last year would have been Notre Dame. Carolina was better than Notre Dame last year. At the end, at the end, what are you talking about? Notre Carolina Dame was a better team at the end of the season than Notre Dame. Yeah, they play at the towards the end of the season. Notre Dame beat them. They they didn't score a single point in the second half. I must mis- be misremembering. My fault. Uh, I just don't like Notre Dame, probably part of it. Um, but if you pluck them out, I mean, the last six years, Duke might have sw- snuck one out. Oh, it's shut, crazy. Shut, shut, shut the hell up. Virginia Tech probably would have stole one. Virginia had a good year with Bryce Perkins that one year. Um, and then, I mean, the ACC would be super weird if you took Clemson out. A super different weird. team won the Coastal every single year. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, and and if you take that out, I mean, the Atlantic, I, probably a different team would have won it every year too. If you if you pluck Clemson out, I mean, I think Syracuse would have won it one year. Holy crap! Syracuse maybe the, the year with Lamar, Louisville probably would have won the they ACC. Won even with Clemson. Uh, State would have won a year. I'm I'm fairly certain State would have won at least one. Uh, nah. FSU surprisingly would not. They've been pretty bad since 2015. Yeah, since they forced Jimbo out of the building. Wake Forest wouldn't. So it would be Louisville State. BC has had some some decent years when they had A.J. Dillon. And Syracuse probably would have won one. So, yeah, that it would be interesting. I, uh, That's it's fun to think me. of, but uh, alas, no. Uh, so what else we got? What else we got? Oh, speaking of that, the Pac-12 happened this week. Um, in only the way the Pac-12 can, where one half goes one and five, and the other half goes five and one. Only the Pac-12. Only the only the Pac-12. This shit only. And number twenty, Washington, lost to Montana, who they were twenty-two point favorites against. Seven points against Montana. The West Coast air is wild, dude. The West Coast air is just crazy. I don't, I don't know. Do you think the Mountain West is better than Pac-12? God, they're not that far off. Yeah, Boise State. They were up twenty-one nothing on UCF. I don't know how they lost that game. Utah State beat Washington State. Fresno State almost damn near beat Oregon. And San Jose State, um, conference championship, conference champions from last season, they were they were in there with um, 
with USC up till about the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter went very wrong for them. Um, what man? What the heck was that Stanford Kansas State game? I, I was watching that. I, I was watching that on the side um, while the Penn State Wisconsin um, zero zero first half was going on. Man, yeah. Stanford could not get anything going on offense. Kansas State was just rushing them down on defense. Like, remember when Stanford and Oregon used to win Pac-12 um, interchangeably every year? Yeah, uh, not Stanford not had people like um, Andrew Luck, Kevin Hogan, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Toby Gerhardt. Like, what ha- what happened to Stanford? I thought they were like I don't know, man. They just stopped recruiting as well. They've had some good guys there, just not think. But the the Mountain Seems West, like the thing. whole the whole Pac-12 as a whole hasn't been recruiting as well. Especially the um, LA schools, they haven't been recruiting as well. But the uh, to speak on the Mountain West thing, they did go two and two this week with the Pac-12. Okay, um, I think besides Oregon. I think Fresno State is better than a majority of the Pac-12 right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. That is not good. Maybe the Pac-12 shouldn't have scheduled Mountain West opponents because according to the playoff committee, the Mountain West sucks, and scheduling them doesn't help your schedule. Man, Fresno State looked really good, though. And they They beat you. If they freaking beat you. They should have scheduled teams like Montana instead. Well, they did schedule teams like Montana, and guess what happens? Washington scores on the first drive easily and doesn't score again the entire game. Oh, I love the Pac-12. It's so stupid. I love it. And then Washington State losing to Utah State. And then uh, Cal damn. Berkeley lost to Nevada. Yeah, California lost to Nevada, dude. And Nevada is not good. I mean, they have a potential first-round pick at quarterback, but besides that... They're not great. Pretty average you know they're team. not great. Yeah. Uh, Utah looked good. Arizona State looked good. They both played really crappy teams. Colorado played a crappy team. They looked fine. Um, but uh, the real surprise to me, the big bright spot, was uh, UCLA. Um UCLA looked really good to me. I think they got one of the best running backs in the country. They looked great, and they put it on LSU, who LSU might just suck. as a possibility because LSU has been weird since Joe Burrow left. But especially, especially that defense, since Dave Aranda left, that defense has been piss water. Yeah, so – I, I don't I don't know, dude. I don't I don't know whether or not UCLA is actually legit, or if it was just you know a flash in the pan, or if LSU is just bad. But I liked US, UCLA. I thought they looked good. Charbonnet is uh, is a beast. So I mean, yeah, I mean against Hawaii, he had six carries for 106 yards. Jeez. And then against the LSU, he had 11 carries for 117 yards. The, the dude, uh, he gets the most out of his carries. So That, that SEC defense. Yeah, elite. What, what, is, what is Alabama going to do to LSU this year? It's not going to be pretty. If that's the LSU we see, it's going to be bad. Very, 
very bad. I, I wonder if they still have um, what Coach O said that one year on their mind. Roll Tide what? Fuck you. <laughs> I wonder if they, they play that. They're, they're going to play, play that before every LSU game as long as Coach O is still there, which he's on the hot seat right now. I don't know if it's the hot. It might be oh, a little warm. I don't think it's oh, hot. Nah. Seat. It, it was hot last year and with a bunch of um, – outside of football stuff going on with LSU, it's definitely it's, – it, it's on fire right now, dude. I think it's getting warm. I don't think it's hot yet. It he is, led the school it, to one of the best seasons in the history of college football two years ago. Well, well, since, how come he hasn't led them at all since then? Because I, I, I got to be honest, that national championship was not on Coach O. That national championship was on – Joe Brady, Dave Aranda, Joe Burrow, and all the Not talent tenured. all the talent they had at receiver, all the talent they had on defense. I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree. As, with as you. soon as those guys left. Whoosh, I agree. I agree. They but fell to off a cliff. After two years after a national championship seems weird to me personally. That's fine. It, it seems just like what a Southern school would do because you know LSU has high expectations every single they do. year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's Tally It's it's not like it's going to be the first year. Like outside that national championship, he's been a pretty mid coach there. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, entirely possible. Uh, but so besides Montana, the other big upset we had UC Davis. Um, or another FCS school beat uh, Tulsa, our big underdogs. Um, sadly, uh, UNC Charlotte gets their first Power Five win against uh, Duke Blue Devils. If you can count us as a Power Five football team, um, American Power Six conference. Sure, sure. Um, East Tennessee State FCS school dominated. Known SEC powerhouse Vanderbilt um, this week, so I don't know. It was it was it was a weird week one. Um, it was weird. Um, so yeah, we're just we're just recapping today. Thursday, we'll give you guys a uh, a look into what we see coming up this week for NFL and college. Um, so yeah, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, it's uh, football is back. Football is back. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Burrito Pod on Instagram, at Pod Burrito on Twitter. I probably yeah. mixed that up in my head. Just reverse the burrito <laughs> in the pod if I did. Make sure you listen later this week to uh, see two terrible gamblers make picks. So I don't know what you're talking about. I, I was a, a bit high on Holy Cross. Shout out to Holy yeah. Cross. Yeah, go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yep.